Hello, welcome back to Curiously Polar. My name is Chris Marquardt and with me as usual is Henry. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? I am doing awesome. 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 It's getting better and better with each oh, recording. I'm, yes. I'm really impressed. <laughs> and and normally I react quite badly to like the, the lack of light. We're recording this in November and it's... Uh, uh, it's grey outside, but oh, yeah. it's not. It's it's a bright sunshine. We have actually the first snow in the lowlands, and it looks like winter wonderland. It's beautiful. I'm not. I don't know what you're talking about. No, what I wanted to say is that every time I record an, an episode for this podcast with you, the sun rises. There you go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's episode seventy nine. You brought us a topic that, uh, yeah, again, I'm I'm. I'm not prepared whatsoever, so I will be happy to yield this to you. Let's, uh, yeah, let's dig in. What is the Guardian Climate Pledge? Mm. The Guardian has uh, the Guardian newspaper um, has published a few weeks ago a pledge that for them climate change is the most important issue to tackle in um, in present history and. As an independent investigative um, newspaper, that's for them the most thing to tackle and to cover. So they pledge actually um, that they will invest a significant amount of time and money in making climate change understandable and um, experienceable. And, so, but so to to me this goes back to a few things including uh the episode 76 where we talked about the the SROC the report mm -hmm. the big big special report on on the changing climate um because back then i remember we talked about uh who, who's who's in charge of of making this understandable for the for everyone not just oh, indeed, uh, yes. not just the scientists or the politicians Indeed. So Guardian, um, Guardian's picking that up to a certain extent now. They are, and they are not only picking it up, they are actually rethinking a lot about how how climate change is perceived and how can they impact that. How, how are they how doing that? how it's being that? communicated. Exactly. How are they communicating it so far and how does that need to change to make it better understandable and to make it more... Um, relevant for your own life and that's a very important thing because if we think or hear about climate change we hear that the arctic is um, warming as twice as fast as the average global temperature uh, sea ice is melting what the heck does that matter to me living in let's say new york or in paris or in munich and it does matter uh, it does matter a lot um and The Guardian has figured that this is a big uh, flaw in the way they are uh, reporting about that. And that also contains their imagery, their um, the visuals, their wording. And that's something they actually um, are changing or they changed already. And they are just pledging that for the um, open public. And and we have to say the media have a very very key role in that because the media uh, will to a certain extent shape how we perceive the world and what's going on in the world and uh, the Guardian is certainly one of those that are that are right right out there so 
what have they what are they actually changing in terms of their their imagery let's let's talk about the photos first because uh, because i'm a photographer so for me this is uh, the, the the most interesting thing so the climate visuals um research organization they um they got um got asked by by guardian how could they do that and they have um defined that images define climate change shape the way that's understood and acted so they need to show how climate change affects you in your own environment so let's say people roaming the roads of munich or shanghai or wherever being affected by it how does it affect their life there or industrial landscapes in um, in our countries, um, bushfires, um, kids playing with um, with trash instead of toys, and all those effects of the or direct impacts of climate change. They need to be pictured differently than um, just being far, far away. I mean, we had a summer with record temperatures again so people were suffering all across europe just showcasing that um same goes for those extreme winters we have on the american east coast so picturing that brings the topic home to you and makes it um more attachable to yourself to your own life and as a as a photographer i can attest to that um because uh my my desire when I take photos is that the person who who's then sees the photo, the recipient, can relate to it and that it evokes some emotion. I, I want to tell a story with the photo. And one thing that works so much better than everything else is if people see themselves in a photo or something that they can relate to other human beings. Um, so yes, something so, that's close by. So if you... If you see something that's closer to you where you can relate, that will probably have a bigger impact on your perception of it than if you see yet another picture of uh, of a dying polar bear, for example. Indeed, that's exactly the point. And that's a key issue here while they are changing um, their imagery. But the same goes for the wording. Um, we are talking about climate change and about global warming. They just decided almost half a year ago already that they just swapped the terms and breaking it down into climate emergency or climate crisis. Climate change sounds so benign. Global warming sounds so, oh, it's nice. We'll, we'll, we'll grow bananas here in Europe soon. That Yeah, that, climate that sounds change sounds nice, passive. Right? It sounds yeah. passive. It sounds very gentle. It sounds like a long-term issue. It's nothing that's <laughs> really tackling me. It might be the future generations, but in fact, I won't experience that on my own. Climate crisis, climate emergency makes it more present in our daily life. It actually um, takes what it is. It is an, a catastrophe. It's an ongoing catastrophe for humanity, for all bio, um, for all of the biosphere on Earth. And that's something that needs to be tackled out much, much more uh, directly. And I actually think that a change of wording here, which you actually can um, experience all over the community talking about that, is um, a right way to tackle that. So climate crisis instead of climate change, global heating in, in, as opposed to global warming, mm -hmm. um, climate emergency another term that that works here 
Um, so is, is The Guardian the only uh, publication that's doing that or do you know of any others that have kind no, of publicly a, said that they want to do that? It's, it's, a, it's a, a, a big um, pile of um, investigative um, papers all around the globe, um, including the, the, the New York Times, Washington Post, um, The Guardian, um, the Independent, um, Süddeutsche in, in, in Germany as well. Um, you will see it all over the, the globe. Now, this wording is changing um, in the past six months and it will even change more. More people will use those terms. And same goes for um, for the, those climate science deniers they will be named as deniers and not climate skeptics. Mm -hmm. And um, this is something we have to... Um, deniers are, are not balancing the, de the debate. They are basically trying to slow it down. And that's something that needs to be um, pointed out as importantly as we need to tackle the, the urgent topics of what's going on on that planet. All right. Um Let's let's leave it at that. Short episode today, but uh, I think it's a really important one. Uh, the language and the imagery will affect what we perceive and how we perceive it, and uh, the media have a very very important role there. So I'm glad to see some of them actually change their language and their images. Uh, we'll put a few links to interesting stories about that in the show notes, and uh, I think that's it for this week. We'll be back in another week with um i think we i think we're nearing christmas so we might be doing something about that in the next episode stay tuned until then and of course you can find us online on curiouslyporter.com there's ways to contact us we're on twitter at curiouslypolar so if you have topics for your suggestions for topics uh, that we haven't tackled yet let us know we'll be here again next week until then take care